0: Today, how the brain stores experience. I was listening to a podcast um, yesterday uh, for a few minutes, a journalist who I really respect, who was struggling with the idea of how science could be wrong and what the journalistic responsibility to readers was when the science reported with the best intentions turned out to be incorrect. He ended up calling an anthropologist who said, that is not even the question I would ask. And the journalist brushed it off because he didn't know what to do with it. I was kind of amused because I feel like in many ways, we clinicians often do the same thing. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be exactly right. And actually what happens when we translate our Inner purpose for working, doing this kind of work, into the day-to-day routine is that we kind of lose sight of the purpose and start to judge everything just by the yardstick of did it turn out to be right? Did we turn out to be right? You know I think what the anthropologist is telling us is that there are other ways, other frames, in which we could put our experience And I think many anthropologists would say, consider the ceremony that you are part of as a healer in a time of a pandemic. What is your role? What is your responsibility? It made me reflect back to a moment yesterday when I was sitting in a family conference with a family that was in Guatemala and in Seattle, uh, a resident a Spanish interpreter, a Quechua interpreter, an ICU doctor, and we were all sitting around a conference phone looking at a snapshot of the patient's wife in Guatemala, uh, a smallish woman with dark eyes, sitting on a dirt floor. And in the moment, it kind of rushed right past me, but as I came back to it, I felt really moved by the intent of this group of people to come together around the care and well-being of this one one person. I invite you to allow some of those experiences from your day as you walk home or drive home to reemerge and come back to you. And as you allow that, as you breathe in, breathe out, Soften your face. Allow your eyes, the muscles around your eyes, to completely relax. Almost so that they drop back a little bit. And if you allow all that holding just to relax, what comes back to mind for you from the day? And can you watch that you allow these things to come back simply as images or feelings or kind of half-finished thoughts? You know, the way the brain actually stores information and experience is not in algorithms as we are kind of implicitly taught. It's actually a series of fragments that we are reconstituting reconfiguring, retelling every time we think about them. And so the way in which we revisit our experiences and the importance of taking ourselves out of an analytic perspective as we think through the meaning of the day, it turns out that's really important. To allow you to sink into that, um, today I'm going to read a poem. Um, it was published on um, on March the 30th in The New Yorker by um, Jory Graham. I think what the beauty of this is, one of the beauties, is that it presents this kind of collage of words that work in a way that is different than logic. And so as I read, um, I will invite you to uh, relax back into your softened, unwinding expanding body and just let the words flow over you. Don't worry about whether or not they really make sense or what it's really pointing to or even what the deep meaning of the poem is. Just allow the words to flood over you and stream through you and see what happens that will help you move into a kind of a new phase for the evening. So the title of the poem is, I Won't Live Long. I won't live long enough to see any of the new dreams, the hundreds of new kinds of suffering, and weeds, birds, animals, shouldering their demise without possibility of regeneration. The heart in your tiny chest, opening its new, unimaginable ways of opening, and to what might it still open? Will there still be such opening? Will you dare? I will not be there to surround you with the past, with my ways of knowing. To save you shall you be saved. From what? Home? From fighting are you? Remembering how he or she or they looked at you while you both fed the machine or built the trough in dirt, where it will be necessary to plant again, will it open? Will the earth open? Will the seeds that remain, will you know to find them in time? Will those who have their lock on you let the openings which are chance, unknowing, loneliness, the unrelenting arms of form, which knows not yet the form, it will in the end be, open and form? Will there be islands? Will there be a day when you can afford to think back far enough to the way we loved you? Words you said for the first time as we said them? Mystery, your grandfather said one day after saying, shh, listen to the birds, and you sat so still. All your being arcing out to here, and the bird in its hiding place, gave us this future, this moment, today, when you can recall, can you, his saying, there, that's a mystery. And you said the word as if it were new ground to stand on. You uttered it to stand on it, mystery, yes, mystery, he said. Yes, mystery, you said. Talking to it now, as it took its step out of the shadow into the clearing, and there you saw it in the so-called invisible. Then, when the wave broke the first time on what had seemed terra firma, and you knew as he held your hand, insisting you hold your ground, that there was foreclosure, there was oldness of a kind you couldn't fathom. And there was the terrifying suddenness of the now. Your mind felt for it. It felt the reach from an elsewhere and a dip which cannot hold. Splash went the wave. Your feet stood fast. Your hem was touched. We saw you watch. We felt your hand grip, but not to move back. Can you find that now, now, wherever you are? Even a candle would be a gift I know from there. shh," he said, so you could hear it. Pity, he said, not knowing to whom. Pity, you said, laughing? Pity, pity? And that was the day of your being carried out in spite of your cold, wrapped tight, to see the evening star. And he pointed, and you looked up, and you took a breath. I hear even now, as I go out the inhalation of dark, secrecy, fear, distance, the reach into an almost touching of silence, of the thing that has no neighbors and never will, in you, the center of which is noise, the outermost a freezing you can travel with his arm to, with your gaze, till it's there. The real, a star, The earth is your home. No matter what they tell you now, and what program you input, via your chip or port or faster yet, no. No, in that now, I am not therein. To point, to take your now large hand and say, look, look through these fronds, hold your breath. The deer hiding from the hunter is right here in our field. It knows we are, too. It does not fear us. Be still, wait, and we, we will be left behind, except just now, if you still once, that you might remember, now, remember now. And as you finish up and take one more breath, please dedicate the merit of whatever happened today in this practice to the well-being of all. Have a lovely evening. This is Tony Bach for Decompress.